listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. It's Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. Good morning, and welcome back to another edition of Morning Air. Thanks so much for joining us as we continue with day three of our Give from the Heart Winter Pledge Drive. I'm John Morales, along with Glenn Leverins and studio producer Sarah Tafoya. It is great to be with you, and uh, once again, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all your heartfelt support uh, over the last uh, two days. Uh, on Tuesday, the Patrick Madrid Show had a very... Big day exceeding their $70,000 challenge during their triple match hour at 10 a.m. Central. 609 gifts altogether for nearly $106,000. Just incredible, amazing support from our relevant radio listeners. And it doesn't surprise me, as Glenn says uh, all the time, the greatest listeners in the world. At noon today, we're going to be at the midway point of our pledge drives, but we still have a ways to go to reach that $3 million goal by Friday at 5 p.m. Central. But I have great faith in you, our relevant radio family. We live by faith and not by sight. As we speak right now, we're about 28% of the goal. And I know it's early in the morning, but we really need your help here. Uh, We're looking for uh, 50 people, 50 brothers and sisters in Christ to step up to the plate this morning and give from the heart during this 6 a.m. Central Hour at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Or you can call us, 877-291-0123. Open your heart and give from the heart in honor of the upcoming feast of Our Lady of Lourdes, our Blessed Mother Mary, and her intercession in your life. And on Wednesdays, I always take just a brief moment to remind you about St. Joseph. St. Joseph... uh, Powerful. He is a powerful intercessor, and we'll be talking more about St. Joseph uh, later uh, today. Uh, we begin every hour, as we always do uh, during the pledge drive uh, with the memorari, invoking the intercession of the Mother of God, our Blessed Mother Mary, to help us with this pledge drive, as she always has, and also for an end for, to abortion in our country, for peace in the Middle East, and for all of your many prayer requests. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer us. Amen. Our Lady of Guadalupe, patroness of the Americas, patroness of the unborn, and patroness of Relevant Radio, pray for us. St. Joseph, patron of the Universal Church, pray for us. St. John Paul II, co-patron of Relevant Radio, pray for us. And every morning we invoke the Holy Spirit when we pray, Come, Holy Spirit, come. Jesus, I trust in you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I want to bring in... Our team, uh, Glenn and Sarah, at noon will be at the halfway point, but uh, we still have uh, a ways to go, guys. Oh, we do. It'll be uh, halfway at noon uh, to uh, end in this thing, wrapping it up by 5 p.m. on Friday with a $3 million need to be wiped out. And we're going get to get there. We need to be pretty close to halfway by noon today. We've got a long way to go, but we have a very special thank you gift 
We'll tell you about in just a minute. Very special, very special two-for-one deal when we uh, talk at the uh, dollar-a-day giving level. So more on that, John, coming up in just a minute. Absolutely. Uh, Glenn, what are some of the uh, headlines uh, making news this hour? Well, it's been a real unusual political year, and uh, I'm sure that will continue in a variety of ways. And uh, one of those unusual ways was a, a primary in Nevada on the Republican side last night. They didn't feature President Trump. Now, he'll be in the Nevada caucuses on Thursday, and that's where all the delegates will be awarded but he wasn't there last night, and whoever wasn't there actually kind of was the the winner. So Nikki Haley was on the ballot, but the results, um, Tim Scott, 1.4%, Mike Pence, 4%, Nikki Haley, 30.8%, and none of these candidates, 62.9%. Uh, so kind of unusual. No delegates were at stake anyway, but uh, kind of an odd result to have on one's one scorecard with the Haley camps as they will press on the uh, next contest other than like we say thursday for the delegates uh, and mr trump will be in the, the caucus lineup for thursday but then on to south carolina on the 24th of february and haley says she's definitely along for the ride for that one uh meanwhile uh, the aftermath of those uh, horrific storms in southern california what's the latest this morning uh death toll up to nine now the storm dumped more than 13 inches of rain in some areas mudslides and flooding you might see some of those images of uh, Things being washed away, cars being buried in mud, and they expect perhaps the death toll to continue to rise. Some killed by falling trees as that storm made its way south from northern California. Others dying in vehicle accidents caused by those dangerous conditions. So our, our prayers and uh, uh, admonitions for, for caution for folks in Southern California, too. And, uh, Glenn, as uh, you and I uh, have been talking about now uh, for days, uh, uh, the countdown continues uh, to Super Bowl uh, 58. Oh, it, it sure does. And, you know, I'm always looking for the, uh, you know, unusual angles on the game. Uh, <laughs> actor Carl Withers, a former athlete, uh, appeared in Rocky and uh, many other productions. Played in the NFL uh, himself. Yeah. Now, he's going to be... In film at the Super Bowl, as it were, he'll be part of a commercial for FanDuel. Uh, his family says uh, they're very supportive. They'd still love to see him in those commercials, of course, uh, filmed not too long ago. And ironically, with him just uh, passing away uh, last week, uh, he'll still make an appearance. And he was known not only for, uh, you know, being in Rocky and a variety of other things, but he was apparently a, a soul singer as well. Oh, yes, he was. I found this beautiful gem, this Carl Weathers jam he's pumped out. This will live on forever, I think. Oh, Carl, right before oh, Valentine's Day. What a great be part time of to next next Wednesday at the, the Tafoya household. Right? <laughs> I just play this a little bit. This is a great song. Why did we not know about this? Carl, you're a man of many talents. He really was a man of many talents. You know, most of us think of him as uh, the ferocious uh, Apollo Creed in those Rocky movies, but this was the soft side of Carl Weathers. Uh, may he rest in peace. All right, guys, um, we'll have more, of course, uh, headlines uh, coming up next hour. Uh, thanks again, as always. You got it, John. We need to take a short break uh, when Morning Air continues. Our Rome correspondent, Ashley Nerona, will have the latest news on the Holy Father from the Vatican as uh, we bring Rome to home. So stay with us. There is uh, much more to come. We are just getting going here on this Wednesday edition of Morning Air. Um, and we're going to take a little uh, time out and uh, after we hear a word from our Relevant Radio CEO, Father Rocky.
bringing Rome to home. This is Morning Air on Relevant Radio. And welcome back uh, to uh, Morning Air as we continue with day three of our winter pledge drive. I'm John Morales along with Glenn and Sarah. So good to be with you here on this Wednesday morning. And now indeed it is uh, time to bring Rome to home for the latest news from the Vatican. We go live to our Rome correspondent, Ashley Nerona from the Eternal City. Ashley and her husband, John, founded the Truth and Beauty Project in Rome, where they take people from knowing their faith to setting their hearts on fire with talks, tours, and spiritual direction, all centered on scripture, art, and beauty. They even have a special track to evangelize young adults. Visit truthandbeautyproject.com to find out how you can make your life a masterpiece in just one week with John and Ashley in Rome. Buongiorno. Good morning, Ashley. Thanks so much for joining us uh, once again from the eternal city of Rome. Hey, buongiorno, John. Come stai? Uh, um, very, very good. I, I forgot how to say it in Italian. <laughs> well, that's okay. We'll work on that. All right, uh, Ashley. Uh, first of all, you know, obviously you've been reporting for us for such a long time uh, from uh, Rome, uh, just bringing so much to our listeners uh, week in and week out. Uh, why should our listeners uh, here uh, this week uh, give from the heart and support the mission of Relevant Radio? Well, John, it's because Relevant Radio is a bastion of truth, and we are bombarded by so much confusion out there in all kinds of different spheres, whether digitally or from communications. And so I think a question that goes through most of our minds is where do we find refuge? Where do we find truth? And the good news is we can find it right here at Relevant Radio. And it's so needed because even today, as people go to work, about 60% of people listen to their car radios as they're driving along to work every day. So it's amazing that Relevant Radio exists as a place where people can go to, to hear the authentic words of truth, that they really do exist, and to come to know Christ through that. So Relevant Radio is touching so many souls, and I, I thank you so much for your dedication to it, John. And we so much appreciate uh, what you bring uh, every week uh, to our listeners. And every week we always talk about uh, the, the Holy Father's uh, Wednesday Papal audience. What was the main uh, message uh, this morning uh, from Pope Francis? Well, he continued to talk about virtue and vice, and today about the vice of excessive sadness. He said that this excessive sadness is the kind that comes from the evil one. This is the kind that's accompanied by discouragement and weakness of spirit and depression and anguish and no hope. But he said that this is different from an appropriate sadness in the Christian life because he says that. This is the kind that actually can be changed into joy. He looked at the prodigal son. The prodigal son reached the depths of despair and he felt a great bitterness. But it's that that prompted him to come to his senses and to decide to return home to his father. It's that kind of sadness that allows us to lament for our sins, says the Holy Father. And so he reminds us of the words of St. Paul, that it's a godly grief that produces a repentance that leads to salvation and brings no regret, but a worldly grief produces death from 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. 
So he says that the way to heal any kind of sadness is to be comforted through Christ, to go close to Christ. He said, because faith casts out fear and it's the resurrection of Christ that removes sadness, just like the stone from the tomb was removed. And then, John, at the end of the weekly audience today, Pope Francis urged the faithful not to forget the wars that are raging around the world. He noted particularly those not only who are suffering in the Holy Land, but also those in Ukraine and Rohingya and um, and asked people to remember wars going on everywhere. He said, let's pray for peace. He said, war is always a loss, which is a message that he has repeated many, many times. And he emphasized again that we need peace, John. And obviously, this is, is something uh, that is very much on the heart uh, of the Holy Father. It seems like he uh, he brings it up uh, every week, uh, the, the importance of reminding us all to continue to pray for peace. There's just way too much uh, war going on in our world right now. Yes, indeed. And he, he said that despite war, we do have the, the weapon of prayer. So he urged people to do that and to remember to cling to their faith because faith will cast out fear. He even has phoned this week two different fathers, um, in fact, Cardinal Pizzaballa in the Holy Land, to specifically thank him for sheltering hundreds of Christians there and for their work there, John. So it's a beautiful message, and uh, for all of us, uh, the, the reminder uh, that Christ is the answer. Christ is yeah. our joy, no matter how difficult, uh, whatever trials and tribulations we might be dealing with. Uh, it, it's the only way to have true joy in our heart. That that joy that surpasses all understanding is is our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, and are we ever blessed to know him? Amen. Absolutely. Uh, meanwhile, I understand there was a, a clergy conference uh, that is literally mm-hmm. happening uh, there in uh, Roma as we speak. Exactly. About a thousand priests have come from 60 countries to Rome for a five-day conference. It started yesterday, and it's an ongoing formation conference for priests. The theme is Rekindle the Gift of God that is Within You. And the conference is involving different times of prayer. There's presentations, there's small group discussions, and this is sponsored by the Vatican's Dicastery for Clergy. And in fact, the prefect of the Dicastery kicked off the event with opening remarks saying that when he was named to that position, a bishop friend told him, oh, now you're responsible for ensuring that priests, every priest in the world is happy. And he said he's never been able to forget those words. And so it was that inspiration that caused him to organize this conference. He said that today he notes that many priests are tired, they're discouraged, they're caught off guard by the challenges of today's society and the various burdens that they carry because of their work. And so the Cardinal said that he prays for his priests every day. And so this is certainly a reminder to all of us to especially pray for our dear priests to ask the Lord to keep them close to his heart and for us to reach out as well to our priests, to encourage them, to support them and to love them, John. 
It's a beautiful thing to to pray for our priests, and the, you know, I'm looking at this image of of, of all the just a sea of priests uh, there in Rome and St. Peter's uh, from all these different countries, as you described, uh, all coming there uh, to strengthen their own ministry and their own relationship with our Lord. It's so hopeful to see though that stream of priests that you mentioned, John, and also living here and teaching uh, seminarians and priests, just knowing the hope for our future. There is a lot of hope, and that's the good news that I'm happy to share. Well, Ashley, uh, can you believe it? Uh, Lent, Ash Wednesday, is just a week away, and uh, I know that uh, in uh, Italy, uh, the folks there uh, prepare for Lent in a special way with uh, Carnavale. Carnivale, exactly. Lots of celebrations going on throughout Italy here. Also right here in Rome. And in fact, Rome has been celebrating Carnivale. So these days leading up to Lent, they've been celebrating it here since the 12th century. In fact, the Pope started attending the Carnivale events back in 1143. So it comes from that Latin expression, carnum lavare, which literally means to remove meat. So this is that preparation for the time of fasting. And traditionally here, it, there have been lots and lots of days of celebration. Specifically, the celebrations began in Italy on the 29th of Feb, and they will continue, or excuse me, January, and they'll continue until the 13th of February. And so back in ancient times, back in the 12th century in Rome, they would have, right in the center of the city, they'd have duels and bullfights. They would have horse races and donkey and buffalo races. And the two of the most popular events were the race of the Berber horses, and then they would have a grand inaugural parade with splendid carriages and noble families throwing flowers and sugared almonds to the crowds down below. And then it would all finish with an extravagant fireworks display. But then today in Rome, it's very common to see children throughout this season, they dress up in costumes, and they throw colorful confetti at everyone they pass. And it's very, very cute to see. So as you walk the streets, you find the streets are absolutely littered with confetti these days. And it's a reminder of these sweet little ones. And bakery windows are full of special carnivale treats like frappe. Frappe are, are pieces of crispy fried dough. And usually in Rome, they're served with powdered sugar, but they're also can be served with chocolate drizzled on top or with pistachio on top. And this past weekend, my husband, John, and I, we went to Viareggio, which is a coastal town in northern Tuscany, for one of Italy's best-known carnival celebrations. And this tradition goes all the way back to 1873. They have these grand parades along the seafront there in Viareggio with these gigantic, colorful floats with lots of costumes and dancing and these enormous paper mache caricatures that kind of make social statements, poking fun at celebrities and politicians. And then on the 10th coming up, John and I will attend the grand carnival ball at the Doria Pamphili Palace. So this is the palace of the family of Pope Innocent X, and the ball is in honor of the Pamphili Foundation. And last year, my husband John and I co hosted the ball with Princess Gazina in honor of our 15th anniversary of marriage. And so this year we are looking to looking forward to dancing the night away again uh, as we bring Carnivale to the end and prepare for this special time of fasting and sacrifice in Lent. Well, aguri uh, to you and John in advance. Uh, as always, thanks so much uh, for being with us, uh, Ashley. Really appreciate it. 
Thank you, John, and many blessings on you, our listeners, and the Pledge Drive. Thank Thank you, Relevant Radio. Thanks so much. Uh, We need to take a short uh, break. When we come back, uh, speaker, author, and radio host Gary Zimmick will be with us to talk about serving God from the heart. Stay with us. There's much more to come. Listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome back to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. And welcome back to Morning Air on this Wednesday morning. I'm John Morales along with Glenn and Sarah. Thanks so much for tuning in on this day three of our Give from the Heart uh, Pledge Drive. I just want to say real quick, thank you. Thank you, folks, uh, for your generous hearts. Thanks to all of you who have given here uh, this morning in this first hour. We're looking for 50 brothers and sisters in Christ to step up to the plate and to help us out. And so uh, we're about halfway there. So uh, keep it going. Our power scripture from the Playbook of Life this morning is from Matthew 6, 21. Jesus the Lord says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. What is your treasure and what do you value the most? Your heart is connected to what you value the most. Our Lord Jesus Christ is our ultimate treasure. He is our hope. There's nothing more important than our faith in Christ. And our Lord wants all of our hearts. And so we pray with great confidence that prayer that my good friend uh, Drew Mariani and Maggie pray every afternoon from the Chapel of Divine Mercy. It's powerful. Jesus, I trust in you. Our number, if you want to be part of the program, uh, 888-914-9149. Now, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Lent begins just a week from today. Uh, Can you believe it? When we go to Ash Wednesday's Mass, we're going to hear uh, the following scripture from the first reading from Joel uh, 2, 12, and 13. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. Joining us live from New Jersey is longtime Morning Air contributor Gary Zimmick with much more on how the Lord is asking us to serve him from the heart during this upcoming Lent. Gary is the author of the best-selling book, Give Up Worry for Lent, and he speaks frequently at parishes and conferences all across the U.S. You can sign up for his daily email reflections, uh, see his speaking schedule, or arrange to bring Gary to your parish by visiting his website, followingthetruth.com. Good morning, Brother Gary. Thanks so much for joining us once again. Uh, It's uh, always good to be with you, especially uh, during our pledge drives. Uh, Brother John, you know what? It makes my day when I get to start it with you. So glad to be asked back again to come on on the program, especially during your pledge drive. I, I really believe in the work that you're doing, and it's so great that you give listeners like me, because I'm a I'm a donor as well listeners like me, an opportunity to share in your mission of proclaiming the gospel. Well, Gary, uh, we're just a, a week away uh, f- from Lent, and uh, you know, p- people are starting to, to think about preparing uh, for, for Lent and Ash Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Why should our listeners open their heart and give from the heart and continue to support this mission that we have here at Relevant Radio of bringing Christ to the world through the media? You know, John, you, you touched on a couple of things with what you just said, um, and, and, and that's, really, that's really my theme today, this idea of giving from the heart, serving God from your heart. And as is indicated in that, that 
excerpt from the, uh, the first reading of Ash Wednesday Mass from the prophet Joel. The Lord wants our hearts. He, he doesn't only want our external actions. He is looking for us to serve him, not just externally, not just to do things, but he's looking for our hearts. And if that change of heart comes about or that desire to serve him, to love one another, if that begins on the inside, then eventually that's going to flow into our external actions. So, you know, if anybody's listening and possibly wondering, how can I serve the Lord? How can I do my share in proclaiming the gospel? I'm not on the radio. What, what am I able to do? You're able to donate, to, to call in, to make a pledge, to help keep relevant radio on the air, which in turn is going to share the gospel. But when we, when we give, we need to give from the heart, not just because it's a good thing to do externally, but because we want to serve God, we want to express our love for Him, and that's why we do it from the heart. Absolutely. And uh, Gary, what is one of the biggest mistakes that uh, sometimes we make uh, during Lent? Oh, John, I've done it for many years. It's just doing things. I've got to give this up. I've got to give that up, and which is all good. But the Lord's looking for, for us to do it because we love him. He wants it to come from inside. He just doesn't want us to do things. For years, I just gave up sweets every Lent. And I, but I never really understood why I was doing it. That at the end of Lent, I would just start eating all kinds of cake and candy again. That's fine if we're going to do that. But what the Lord is looking for is that desire. He wants our will. He wants that choice coming from us to serve him by giving up something, by doing something. And that's, that's the best way to go into Lent, I believe, to give up something and to do something out of love for God. And of course, uh, in recent days, we've already begun to, to hear about the, the church teaching on the three pillars of Lent, which are a prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. In fact, two of the, of the three involve external practices. Uh, do they flow from uh, the internal conversion? Oh, absolutely, John. I really believe that they do. Once we start that line of prayer going, once we start that internal practice of communicating with the Lord, then His Holy Spirit changes our heart, little by little, and what can flow from there, what should flow from there, is the, the fasting and the almsgiving, the externals, the doing something. But again, it's because of that internal love that we have that God places in our heart. I mean, He gives that to us, that it flows from that internal love of God. Gary, I keep an image of the sacred heart of Jesus uh, with his beautiful burning heart in front of me uh, right here under our monitor in studio as a reminder that that's what he wants. He wants our heart, and uh, that's what we're talking about here. If you want to be part of our conversation on serving the Lord from the heart during Lent, or if you want to share how you grow closer to Christ during the, the Lent season, we'd love to hear from you. We're taking your calls for Catholic author and speaker Gary Zimmick at 888 We're going to take a short break as we continue our conversation with Gary. Stay with us. There's much more on the other side after this miracle moment. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. Let's go now to Gloria calling in from Miami, Florida. Gloria, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for calling. Thank you. I just wanted to say what it means to me is it is so important that he did this for us, that he gives us a second chance to come to him. And that's such a blessing to me. I needed to hear this word today because I've been foolish living of the world. 
And I am so grateful that he's such a forgiving and mighty God. I'm so grateful. God bless you guys. Please continue. I stumbled on this station because God led me to the station to hear his word. Thank you. Bless you guys so much. This miracle moment was brought to you by you. Make a tax-deductible donation now to support our mission at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Wake up, America. It's Morning Air with John Morales, Sarah Tafoya, and Glenn Leverins on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. And uh, welcome back to Morning Air as we continue uh, with day three of our winter pleasure. And I'm John Morales along uh, with uh, Glenn and Sarah as we are talking with our good friend, a Catholic speaker, author, and radio host, Gary Zimmick, about serving God from the heart. Uh, Gary, how can we make sure that that what you call that internal conversion is actually taking place in us? Great question, John. I, I think the best sign of that is to look at our external actions, to, to look at how much do I love? How much do I put other people first? How much am I trying to do things to help others? You know, so the Lord's looking for our heart. That's where it all begins. But the, the, the way we can see the fruit of our efforts, the way that we can be sure that our heart is in the right place is by what we do. It all has to lead to action. It doesn't begin with action, but it, but it leads to actions, because if the Lord is truly working on our heart and, and we're responding and our heart is changing and our heart is becoming more like the heart of Jesus, we're going to want to go out and sacrifice and help others put others before our, our, our own needs. Well, there's no doubt that our Lord it wants our heart. Uh, in, in fact, that's why I, I picked uh, that uh, a power scripture uh, for where your treasure is there, yeah. your heart is also, that our Lord said. And that is such a powerful reminder that really that's what he wants. At the end of the day, he wants our heart. He wants us to trust in him. Exactly. And what we pursue, what we value, that's going to be where our heart is. So if we put all of our, you know, all of our efforts in acquiring the things of the world and seeking comfort in the things of the world, as I honestly did for many years, that's what it was. When I had a problem, when I was worried, when I was needed some kind of relief, I looked to external things. I'd buy things. I'd, you know, go to a bar and drink in my younger days. I mean, there were things I could do to alleviate my stress, but unfortunately, none of those things lasted. And, you know, what, what we're talking about here and what you're doing on Relevant Radio has eternal consequences. You're not just helping to entertain people to take their minds off their problems. What you're doing is helping all of us to prepare for life in heaven, reminding, of us, reminding us of what really matters and where our hearts should be, not in the things of the world, but in eternal things. And that's, you know, really, that's what Lent is all about shutting out the distractions, going into the desert, that quiet place with Jesus for 40 days, and, and working on detaching ourselves from all the things that distract us and keep us away from giving our heart to the Lord. And I know that this is something uh, that you have thought about, you have written about, uh, obviously with your, your book, uh, Give, Up, Give Up Worry for Lent. Uh, it, what was the inspiration for, for that book that is uh, and has touched so, so many uh, hearts? 
Oh, John, you know, it's my life story because from, a, from an early age, I was always, I was an anxious child and I, I struggled with anxiety for so many years. And, and I, you know, I've been doing this full-time ministry for 12 years. I've been speaking about give up worry for Lent and giving parish missions on the topic. And I've met so many people who are also troubled and worried and burdened. And when they find out that Jesus can help them, that he is truly that light of the world, he's the Prince of Peace, that he's the, the real source of peace. He's what they were looking for all along, even though they didn't know it. When I find that out, it really gives my heart a great joy. But this is a personal topic with me. It's something that I deal with on a daily basis. I will always be an anxious person by nature, but that's okay, because that keeps me grounded. It reminds me that of the fact that I need the Lord. I need Him in my life, and if I turn to Him each day, He can give me peace. You know, John, it's like St. Paul with that thorn in the flesh. The Lord didn't take it away, even though Paul said, take it away. He said, my grace is sufficient, and that's that's what the Lord does for me, and that's the message I want to let other people know. There is hope. True peace lies in a relationship with Jesus Christ. I was um, in my car yesterday afternoon uh, listening uh, to Drew Mariani uh, speaking uh, to a religious uh, sister, uh, Sister Faustina Marie, and she was talking about uh, the litany, litany of trust. And really, it just hit home. What a powerful reminder that that's really what we need to do. Trust in the Lord with all our heart and not rely on our own understanding, uh, Gary. Exactly, John. And you and I, every time we get together on the air, that's, we talk about that. We also talk about those great words on the divine mercy image, Jesus, I trust in you. John, that's the secret. That's the secret not only to getting to heaven, but it's the secret to obtaining the peace that we're looking for, surrendering to the Lord. Jesus, I trust you. I'm going to place my trust in you, Lord. And then he takes over from there. No, no question about it. Uh, f- final thoughts uh, as we get ready for Lent just a week away. I-, I just want to say, you know, pray to the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide your heart, to let you know what you should give up for Lent. And, you know, possibly a good thing to give up is a little, uh, a little donation to Relevant Radio. And, you know, I'm only saying this because I believe in what you're doing. Give up something and let the Lord work with that. He's going to pay you back in many, many different ways. I think a, a dollar a day to get a beautiful rosary and that Ave guide for the scriptural rosary companion is, is not a real big sacrifice. I mean, everybody can afford a dollar a day, and that's what we're trying to, to do here today. Gary, as always, thanks so much for, for being with us. Really appreciate it. It's always my pleasure, John. Thank you so much. God bless you. Many blessings to you. Uh, Gary Zimmick, longtime Morning Air contributor. And now it's time for another episode of Glenn Story Corner. Another one of my favorite giving stories here for the Pledge Drive, our story today called Ruth. Ruth went to her mailbox and there was only one letter. She picked it up and looked at it before opening. And then she looked at the envelope again. There was no stamp. No postmark, only her name and address. She read the letter. Dear Ruth, I'm going to be in your neighborhood Saturday afternoon and I'd like to stop by for a visit. Love always, Jesus. Her hands were shaking as she placed the letter on the table. Why would the Lord want to visit me? I'm nobody special. I don't have anything to offer. And with that thought, Ruth remembered her empty kitchen cabinets. Oh my goodness, I really don't have anything to offer. I'll have to run down to the store and buy something for dinner. She reached into her purse and counted out its contents. $5.40. Well, I can get some bread and cold cuts at least. 
She threw on her coat and hurried out the door. A loaf of French bread and half pound of sliced turkey, a carton of milk, leaving Ruth with a grand total of 12 cents to last her till Monday. Nonetheless, she felt good as she headed home, her meager offerings tucked under her arm. Hey, lady, can you help us, lady? Ruth had been so absorbed in her dinner plans, she hadn't even noticed two figures huddled in the alleyway. A man and woman, both dressed in little more than rags. Uh, Look, lady, I ain't got a job, you know, and my wife and I have been living out here on the street, and, well, it's getting cold and we're kind of hungry, and if you could could help us, lady, we'd really appreciate it. Ruth looked at them both. They were kind of dirty, smelled bad, and frankly, she was certain they could get some kind of work if they really wanted to. Sir, I'd like to help you, but I'm a poor woman myself. All I have is a few cold cuts and some bread, and I'm having an important guest for dinner tonight, and I was planning on serving this to him. Yeah, well, okay, lady, I understand. Thanks anyway. The man put his arm around the woman's shoulders, turned, and headed back into the alley. As she watched them leave, Ruth felt a familiar twinge in her heart. Sir, wait. The couple stopped and turned as she ran down the alley after them. Look, why don't you take this food? I'll figure out something else to serve my guest. And she handed the man a grocery bag. Well, thank you, lady. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. It was the man's wife, and Ruth could see now she was shivering. You know, I've got another coat at home. Here, why don't you take this one? Ruth unbuttoned her jacket and slipped it over the woman's shoulders. And smiling, she turned and walked back to the streets, without her coat and with nothing to serve her guest. Thank you, lady. Thank you very much. Ruth was... Chilled by the time she reached her front door and worried, too, the Lord was coming to visit and she didn't have anything to offer him. She fumbled through her purse for the door key. As she did, she noticed another envelope in her mailbox. That's odd. The mailman doesn't usually come twice in one day. She took the envelope out of the box and opened it. Dear Ruth, it was very nice visiting you today. Thank you for the delicious meal and the coat which kept me warm all night. Love always, Jesus. Matthew twenty five forty. the king will reply, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. As always, uh, thanks so much, uh, Glenn. I really do appreciate it. Uh, very uh, powerful and inspirational. Uh, coming up next hour here on Morning Air, our spiritual director, Father Marcel Tayon, the new director of vocations of the Archdiocese for the Military Services, will be with us to talk about the joy that comes from practicing our Catholic faith and how that attracts other people. Plus, personal success coach Dave Durand will uh, join us uh, to uh, discuss the keys to effective decision making. So stay with us. There's a lot more to come in the final hour of Morning Air as we uh, continue our relevant radio, Give From the Heart, Winner Pledge Drive. Stay with us. <laughs> 